Picture this, you walk into your new living space. There's a sink with a mini fridge beside it. You open the mini fridge and to your horror, it's crammed full of food containers, trash, and it's beginning to freeze up. I wish that this was a made up story, but no, I experienced that during college. This week, we're going to focus on the importance of cleaning when living in a shared space with roommates. Tackle your adulting to-do list with the Grown Up You Facts for Success podcast. Keep listening as we celebrate Season 3 with podcasts to help steer you in the right direction by providing useful information for living an independent and satisfying life as a young adult. Hello, I'm Tristan Bolton, Crawford County Extension Family and Consumer Sciences Agent with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. Today, we are talking about the importance of cleaning while living in a shared space. I'm joined by Stephanie London, Assistant Dean of Students for Housing and Campus and Community Engagement with the University of Arkansas Fort Smith. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about this very important topic. Last week, I discussed the general importance of cleaning and the task associated with that and really just kind of the overall need for cleaning. But let's talk about cleaning in the dorms. Sure. Well, first, thank you for having me, Tristan. So cleaning is so important just for overall health. Oftentimes, students who are new to campus, it's their very first time on their own. And so they're trying to navigate lots of different things, not only just school and just being away from parents, but also just living with roommates. Yeah, that's a great point and a great way to kind of frame this conversation. For many students, they're learning a new routine and a new normal and cleaning really may not be a priority or it's maybe something that they didn't have to focus on previously. I do remember when I lived in campus housing, we had a handbook and an agreement that we had to sign that just kind of outlined expectations. Is that still the case? Absolutely. (laughs) So, yes, we know that those things are important, but would you say that if not all colleges, most colleges have a housing contract and a handbook that kind of outlines the expectations for cleaning, not just getting along with one another, but that cleaning piece? Yes, that's pretty much what I've seen at every institution. We have a housing and residential life handbook that we give out to all of our residents that kind of outlines all of our policies, just as well as just kind of like what we require, you know, as far as them living on campus. They also have a roommate agreement. We do ask that they complete that roommate agreement within their suite or their apartment within the first two weeks of the fall semester. And the RA or the resident assistant, who's the student staff that help them, they're the ones that kind of help navigate them through that process. But so much of that agreement is really geared toward cleaning and just how do we live together successfully. And to be honest, it's really great because whenever you have it written down as far as expectations for living together, there's an easier way to have that conversation and deal with conflict, which can be challenging sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Those expectations are always really important. And I definitely have some horror stories of my own from living in campus housing and maybe having that written expectation would have really helped us navigate our our challenges and our relationship there. But when we're talking about cleaning and the health reasons for cleaning, one thing that we've talked about is mold and mildew. Damp conditions allow for mold and mildew to grow. And I do remember where I went to school that there were signs in the bathrooms and the shower rooms about mold and mildew. Is that still a thing? 
Um, I don't, we don't have signage like that um, in like bathrooms and so forth, but you know, our residence halls are suite style. So it's only going to be like three or four people sharing one bathroom. So it is kind of more of their own space. But what we do is we do send out information in kind of a digital welcome packet and uh, with specifically with information about pre- prevention of, of mold and mildew. It includes kind of like 10 tips and tricks prevent things and you know just little stuff like don't leave wet or damp clothes or towels or shoes and stuff you know in closets you know as an example some of it is very focused obviously on the bathroom since that's probably where your dampest area is where you live you know and just things like not running the ac with the windows open some of those things that kind of can create more of that moisture because like you said it can occur in damp situations we obviously encourage them to clean most mold and mildew you know we have i mean it happens at home at our normal our normal home and so just normal upkeeping cleaning can really prevent that but if there's ever a problem that worsens, we definitely encourage them to reach out so we can investigate further and make sure there's not a larger issue. Yeah. And I think that kind of brings up a great point too, of like the differences in where you go to college or attend school, you know, your campus housing is going to look different. For me, my first year of school, I had community bathrooms, everybody on the floor shared a space. And then as I progressed through school, I ended up more in a suite style where I had my own bathroom and those types of things. So those things definitely vary. But that does also lead us to our next point about living with others and just the different standards of cleaning. Last week, we put an emphasis on knowing who should clean what, when, and how often, just having that kind of standard. And that's a great idea. And that's really um, the big conversation is that Roommates up front need to work together to kind of figure out how they want to live. And honestly, just to kind of make sure that they maintain a safe and secure environment that they're with open communication as well. And I think that goes back to the whole idea of that roommate agreement and just doing all that information up front. Because if you have the information up front, then you're setting clear expectations about how you want to live with these other folks. And that ultimately, everyone has to do their part to keep things clean. Absolutely. So Stephanie, tell me, what would a resident do if their roommate or roommates weren't holding up their end of the cleaning schedule and that expectation? I think step one is to talk to one another. That I've noticed can be challenging sometimes just because oftentimes, you know, we don't like conflict. And so that can definitely be something that is challenging, but we encourage them to first have that conversation with each other. If they can't come to some sort of agreement or conclusion from talking to one another, they can get there are involved, which again is that resident assistant to help kind of mediate that conversation and help guide it. And then if there's extreme circumstances, there may need to be more of an educational conversation depending on the severity or like I said, it's students are living together for the first time kind of on their own. So sometimes you need that educational conversation from a staff member, such as a resident director, just to kind of explain a little little more detail as to why they're having to follow these rules. Yeah, those conversations can be difficult, but they are really important to have. You do want your environment to be safe and secure as possible. And uh, again, going back to my own experience, one of the instances when I was on campus housing, my roommate or suite mate and I communicated through sticky notes, like would not have a face-to-face conversation with me. And so knowing that you can go to an RA or to a staff member and have those conversations and, and get that guidance there, because you're right, you this is maybe the first time you're living with other people that's not your family and your family doesn't sign a contract to live with you. You just live there. So another topic that I wanted to ask you about was in 
regards to illness and sickness, you know, school just really has gotten started. We're gearing up for fall, normally a surge of fall illnesses, the flu, those types of things. And, you know, for the past couple of years, we've been on high alert as far as cleaning goes and disinfecting, but we're getting close to that flu season and all these other things. Are there things that students can do that will help them stay well year round, but specifically also kind of focused right now? Absolutely. So I mean, the most important thing is really what we're talking about today, which is just maintaining that clean living environment and to disinfect regularly, including like touch surfaces like your doorknob or thinking of things like if you have a refrigerator, your refrigerator handles, so places that you're touching quite often. It sometimes can be hard for students to come by cleaning supplies. They're on a budget, you know, obviously if it's tied that week, you're going to go and get your food. You're not going to go get cleaning supplies. And so if that's the case, then oftentimes there are like some foodies available. If your college or university has like a pantry, like a food pantry or like a needs pantry, I would say check with them because oftentimes they have a lot of like just freebie cleaning stuff that they can give away. I know where I'm at, we also have lots of extra boxes of like this Infectant wipes and cleaning spray that we've had, you know, just because of COVID. So we have extra kind of stored up. And, you know, at some point, those things do expire. We want them to be used rather than have to throw them out. So, you know, sometimes what we'll do is just put out those freebies in some common areas so that students can walk by and take them. And that way they have some on hand. I would say if you don't have the pantry available, like on campus, oftentimes there's local food or needs pantries where you can get some of that stuff for free. But honestly, just grabbing general cleaning products, most general cleaning products at their grocery store will suffice. But just making sure that you are keeping things clean is probably the number one thing to prevent any sort of illness. Yeah. So just really those high touch places. And you mentioned the refrigerator door. I think (laughs) that's really important. And if you're on a campus housing situation where there's laundry, where you have to go do laundry in a shared space, like it might be important to wipe down the the buttons and those types of things too. Like laundry shared facilities and keep wipes in there for students to use too. Great. Okay. So let's just recap some of the things that we've talked about today. We know that cleaning is important when living with others because it prevents pests and illnesses from spreading. We just discussed that, especially with those high touch places. Having conversations with your roommate is a great place to start when it comes to cleaning expectations. And universities and colleges have tools, people, and expectations in place to help you navigate this new experience. And I really think that that's key. And that's one that we should really, you know, if you walk away with nothing else, know that, that there are people and resources in place to help you as you navigate this new time. Stephanie, do you have any Anything else you'd like our listeners to know? Honestly, I think those are all the key points and I think you narrowed it down quite a bit. So thank you so much for inviting me to chat with you. Yeah, thanks so much for visiting with me today, Stephanie. As we talked about the importance of cleaning in a shared space like a dorm, you can find more resources and information on our website, uaex.uada.edu. Thank you again, listeners, for joining us today. This is Tristan Bolton, Family and Consumer Sciences Agent with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. For more information about this or any Grown Up You podcast, or to learn more about Grown Up You educational opportunities, visit our website at uaex.uada.edu slash grownup. Be sure and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UADA Grown Up You Podcast. The Grown Up You Podcast series is brought to you through the University of Arkansas Systems Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service an equal opportunity affirmative action institution. Contact your local county extension office for programs available in your area.